Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 185, The Mummy. Stranger than Dracula. More fantastic than Frankenstein. More mysterious than this podcast. Okay, that sounded like the Beach Boys. That didn't sound like something scary. You know that, right? (laughs) Well, it was supposed to sound scary. Are you going to be Beach Boys? I was trying to sound spoopy. Spoopy? Yeah, spoopy. It sounded like Beach Boys. Well, it wasn't meant to be. I don't even like the Beach Boys. How can you not like the Beach Boys? Because they suck. (gasps) (gasps) Okay. We're going to fight that battle later. Now is not the time. Pick your battles, Carnage. Now is not the time. That's right. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Chaos. I'm your host, Carnage. Carnage is a little sad. No, you know, I'm really not surprised that we don't like the same music because we don't like the same anything. No, we don't. Why are we friends? I really don't know. I just don't get it. I don't get it either. But it works for us. Somehow it does. But we like nothing the same. No. Literally nothing the same. I don't get it either. I don't know. But we we unite, you know, on this podcast. This podcast is what keeps us together? (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, who are we and what do we do? Or should we say hello first? Or what should we do today? I'm so, like, verklempt today. You are. I just can't. I'm not with it. Like, okay, I've had, guys, I've had serious problem all day talking. I think it was like four times between the time we left to pick up. I left. I picked up chaos and we go pick up dinner and then we come back. From the time that I picked up chaos to the time we came back to chaos's place with dinner. I think it was like four words you had to find for me. Mm -hmm. Because my vocabulary would not find them. Yeah. Like my brain would not figure out these words. Simple words, nothing major. I know, usually it's me who's doing that. And it wasn't even that bad of a day. So I had coffee. I didn't have a rough day. It was fine. I forgot to take all my medicine today. I did my medicine. Like, I am. I should be fine. But I'm not. I should teach you kids. Do everything wrong. And you'll be fine. <laughs> Don't do everything Apparently right. not. You'll mess up your words. No, I did everything right and I'm not, not fine. Oh. You got a good night's sleep? The opposite. Yeah, mostly. 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 <laughs> I think this movie threw me off today. Well, I didn't. I'm still tired from this last, like, two fucking weeks. That That insomnia keeping you up? Yeah, I haven't slept in a good two weeks, and it's really starting to affect my mood. I've been a crabby little bitch today. I can confirm this. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you could. No, you're actually not that bad today. Oh, that's good. I've been worse. Because I felt like I've been a crabby little bitch today. I got called crabby today. Oh, really? And I wasn't even crabby. So maybe I was called crabby for you. I don't know. Maybe you were. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm called a bitch on a regular basis, so that's fine with me. <laughs> I'm not usually. That yawning is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to make me yawn, and then I'm going to burp, and then it's going to be yawn burp. Yawn burp. I love the yawn burp. 
It's so flavorful. It's <laughs> well, guys, we are back for Shocktober week three. Week three of Shocktober Fest. Oh. Shocktober Fest. I just like to do that. I know you do. Um, and this this next week's the last week of it, right? Because yes, yeah. I can't believe it's the end of fucking October already. Well, it's not really, is it? Uh, today's the. Um, let's see. This is gonna episode fifteenth. Well, no, I know, but this episode's gonna air on the the eighteenth, and then the week after that is seven days, which is the twenty. I'm looking at my calendar right now. Cause yeah, because Halloween falls on a Saturday this year, does it not? Or a Sunday? Next. Let's see. Okay. This Friday is, yeah. Or this Monday is the 18th. Then the next Monday is the 25th. And that's the last that's Monday that. in October. I hate it when October's over, guys. Because you know why? Do you know why? That means the fucking Christmas holidays are coming. Ugh. Down with Christmas. Down with Christmas. And that's bah humbug. Down with all of it. Down with Hanukkah. Down with all that shit. <laughs> Down with Thanksgiving. No, I love Down Thanksgiving. Down with Thanksgiving, too. I hate fucking Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving I no because purpose. we don't hang out with family, and I just get to eat a lot. It's fabulous. <laughs> I just, I hate it. Like, I just hate, pressure. I just hate all of the build-up to Christmas. Like, because of all the shopping and the bullshit. It's bullshit. It's it all is bullshit. bullshit. I hate caring about others on a regular basis. Why would I want but to do it for a holiday? it's not that part. No, I'm being honest. I hate caring about others. I don't think there should be a holiday about caring about others. <laughs> Where's the me holiday? I need a me-tober. A me-tober? It's next year. A me-vember? That's what should be November. Me-vember. Me-vember. <laughs> me I don't do anything I don't want to do in me-vember. Okay. I'm not watching any movie you pick then. Oh, fuck you. I'm not watching any movie you pick. <laughs> this could be a very interesting podcast then. Yeah, it is. Because we'll have to watch different movies. So I'm going to, you know, talk about The Purge 3. And Chaos is going to but- talk about Tremors 2. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll combine them and see how it works, guys. The Trem Purge. <laughs> it's about people who kill each other while running away from giant sandworms. I like that, actually. Yeah, me too. I mean, it would make it more tricky. Yeah, it would. I like tricky things. Because they'd be actively trying to kill each other, but also trying to survive the sandworms. That'd be so fucking complicated. Yeah, it would be. I'd be like, okay, I just watched this movie called Dawn of the Beast, and it was just like too much was going on in it. Like, it had, it had um, like, dippy college students... It had an irresponsible college professor. It had a cabin in the woods. It had an unhinged hunter. It had Sasquatch. It had the fuck. It had the Wendigo. It was trying to do too much at once. Was it like a comedy, like a spoof thing? No. This was a serious horror movie that was trying to make you scared. It's so hard to scare me anymore. Yeah. Do you find that that it's hard to scare you these days? Oh, fuck yeah. And if it does scare me, then I'm screwed, so. Why are you screwed? Because then I hallucinate. And then oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it's bad. It's well, bad times. Stri- you know, Saw 5 for me to bring that out. Oh, Saw doesn't scare me. Cool. I can't wait to start. We should do Sawtober next year. 
Sawtober next year. Because I haven't gotten to do. I don't think we, we haven't did, done any of the saws yet. Did we do the first one? No, we didn't. You just watched. Okay, I can't remember if we did. I've one just yet. seen it. Yeah. Can we do Sawtober next year then? We should definitely do Sawtober. But we got to do it where we do all the saw movies, like we did all the Halloween movies. So yeah. it's gonna be a fucking marathon. Yeah, we should do it. We did it for Hall. We did it for for Halloween Palooza. We can do Sawtober. Yeah, you remember how exhausted we were after Halloween Palooza? But though, right? we did it. <laughs> We're also five years older now. We go to bed at like 8 p.m. I mean, things happen. Well, we, but we've had five years of experience to make it into a better experience. True. So right, we'll Sawtober be better it at it. Sawtober. Don't forget, though, Sawtober next year then, okay? Okay. We'll need to do that. How many Saw movies are there? Oh, God, like eight. Well, that's not that bad. There's, but There were more Halloween movies than that. We're fine. Oh, are, we're going to see Halloween, guys. I don't know about you, but we're going Monday. Yeah, we are. So we're super excited about that. Of course, that. it opened Thursday, so it's not really anything to be super braggy about. Shut but. the fuck up. We're <laughs> bragging about it. I don't care. It's actually streaming. I uh, know. No. See, I want to see it in the theater. I want a theater experience. Thank you. See, that's what I said. I want to see it in the theater. I only see so many th- movies a year in the theater. Like, that one show, The Rift Tracks, we went to go see was mm-hmm. an aberration. I usually don't go to the theaters at all. Yeah. But when I do, it's got to mean something. Oh, see, I just go to the theater any chance I get because I love the going to the theater. Fuck that. If I'm going to pay 12 bucks or something, it's going to be something No, good. no, no. You go on half price night. <sighs> All right, but still, it's got to be something like I want to sit there and watch. Well, yeah, obviously. I don't just go to anything in the theater. I don't go to the theater for the sake of going to the theater. If you did, I'd make you go to a lot more movies that you didn't want to go to then. Yeah. It has to be a movie I want to see. But I just think the theater experience is so much better for seeing a movie, especially for the first time seeing it. Especially for like an action or horror, too. Yeah. Like, you can keep your, like, romantic comedies and your comedies oh, yeah, to streaming. Give a shit about that. But when you have, like, an action or horror movie, the surround sound and the fear and the explosions, can't beat it. Can't, can't beat, beat it. it. Like, what did I see? Um, I want to call him Head Wound Harry, but that's not it. The fuck are you talking about? There was an action movie called Something Harry. It was an alliteration. Somebody out there is going to be screaming it at the podcast. Probably Maverick. Probably Maverick. She screams at us a lot, she says. Yes. And I saw it in the theaters and it was such a rush. It was awesome. Isn't Hedwin Harry like an SNL character? Probably. <laughs> I saw Deadpool in the theaters and that was pretty awesome. Like, I love watching action movies in the theater. Yeah, so sure. Better. I don't really like action movies, no. but 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 Not if I'm gonna go, oh shut up! But if I'm gonna go, and then I want to see them in the theater. Yeah. If I if I'm gonna see an action movie, you better believe I want to see it in the theater. I think we saw all the Harry Potters in the theater too, but that's because we couldn't wait, and there was no such thing as streaming at the same time back right. then. Right, you couldn't just stream them right away or anything like that. Like now. It it still hasn't, like, it still is, like, new and unusual to me when I'm, it still kind of blows my mind that, like, things are released streaming the same time they're released in the theater. I'm like, you don't have to wait a year yeah, to see something anymore? It's kind of like, for wow. Something. So COVID did do good things, not a lot. Oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, 600,000 people died, but it was well, worth we it. we streaming from home. Just kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Of course. 
I love people. <laughs> she hates people. Don't <laughs> but let I love her gatherings. Lie. Isn't it ironic? Okay. <laughs> I will never forget. I got to bring this up real fast before we get to this movie. Do you remember us spending $25 to go see Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix at the fucking IMAX because it was going to be 3D and all that was 3D was like the last five minutes? Yes. <laughs> that would be that my angry bastards. voice. Yes, I do remember that. They cricked us so bad on that shit. Oh, my God. I was so mad. I was so mad. Like, the last five minutes was fucking was 3D. The, like, the whole five minutes. It was like three minutes while they're in the Hall of Mysteries and then take the glasses off. That was it. Yeah. That was it. That was it. But it was an IMAX, so we had to pay $25 for it. At least. I can't remember how much it was, but I think it was like 25 or more. Yeah. We, we even like went somewhere special. Didn't we have to go downtown? We went to Indianapolis. Yeah. For it. Yes. We had to go downtown to see it, too. We, we had like to go an hour, an hour drive. drive to go see this movie. Like, I don't even live that far away from downtown now where we live. Like, I live like 20, 30 minutes away from downtown mm-hmm. now. We drove a fucking hour to see this movie. Oh, my In 3D. God. Spent twenty five dollars and three three to five minutes of it was in three D. Nice throwback for that. <laughs> I guess should we get into who are we and what do we do? Yeah, I guess we should get into that part now. Um, we are the mostly podcast at night. Mostly. We are two best friends of twenty years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks so you don't have to. Um. <laughs> I think I put that way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes we get out of a genuine interest in sharing them with you, our beloved audience, and other times just to torture the other person. Um, because that's where our, f- that's how our friendship goes. Our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hates, where we, there is an octagon so we can MMA style fight it out when we don't see eye to eye, which is quite often. Um, but there's other good stuff down there too, like a yarn barn and a cat cafe and a roller disco and a cafe disco and, and all kinds of fun things like that because we don't only fight, but you know, just mostly, just mostly. <laughs> well, uh, did you say spoilers? I don't know. No, cause ship. you cut me off again. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to. So I'm just a horrible person. Spoilers I ahead. Spoilers ahead and expletives ahead. But we've already been fucking swearing, so. <laughs> I think I said bitch like the first minute in the episode. Yeah, I think so. Oh, what a surprise. And you with the potty mouth. Well, this week, this potty mouth and the other potty mouth did The Mummy, the 1932 version. It was rated approved. And if you don't know what that means, go to the last episode and fucking watch it. Cause you mean listen? Or listen. Watch it, listen. You can watch a little bar go by as... You know, time goes on. That's what I do. Hmm. Um, it was an hour and 13 minutes. Shut up. I hear you laughing. Hour and 13 minutes. And on the IMDb scale, I got a 7.1. How about the tomato meter? So glad that you asked because this movie, The Mummy, is certified fresh at an 88%. Critics consensus, relying more on mood and atmosphere than the thrills typical of modern horror fare, Universal's The Mummy sets a masterful template for mummy-themed films to follow. Audience score, 72%. Wah, wah. I mean, awesome. I was going to say, what, what about that implied wah, wah was the proper response? That movie review was fucking awesome. Was it fucking awesome or was it just awesome? It was fucking awesome. Okay. 
Um, You're fucking awesome. Oh, I am awesome. so not ready. I just realized I didn't do cast. These people are all dead, by the way. Um, <laughs> what if they're not? No, I'm no I checked already, actually. I did check they, for that. They are dead, yeah. Um, go on, and I'll work this out as best as I can. Okay, so Imhotep was Boris Karloff. Uh, from uh, The Mummy, uh, Black Friday, Bride of Frankenstein. Didn't we just see something with him in last week, too? Or was Nosferatu? He wasn't in Nosferatu. I'm thinking of Bella Lugosi, aren't I? And Bella Lugosi wasn't in Nosferatu. What the fuck did we just watch last week? What was it? It's a movie. It was a very important movie. Hold on. Please hold. White Zombie? White Zombie. He was what? not in White was Zombie. Was <laughs> No. Was anyone in White Zombie? Bella Lugosi was in White Zombie. I'm just messing with you. Oh, you fucking suck. I hate you. Okay. I feel like I saw Boris Karloff in something recently, but maybe it wasn't for the podcast then. Um, Helen Grossvener. Grossvener? What the fuck kind of last name is that? No, it was. I thought it was uh, Grovesner. Grovesner. Yeah. Okay. Grossvener. Grovesner. No, it's G R O S V. It's Grossvener. It's how they pronounce it. G R O S V E N O R. It's fucking Grossvener. Oh my god. Okay. Um, Grossner was Zeta Johan. She was in movies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was in Tiger Shark, um, um, Luxury Liner, and um, The Struggle. She was in other movie, mo- other m- mummy movies as well. Was she? Yes, she was. She was. How was she in Bones? She was probably oh, footage of her footage, was in yeah. Bones. Yeah, she was in The Mummy's Hand. Um, Frank Wemple was David Manners. He was in Dracula, The Black Cat, and The Death Kiss. Sir Joseph Wemple was Arthur Byron. He was in, um, The Whole Town Talking, Marie Gallant, and The Prisoner. Dr. Muller was Edward Van Sloan. Um, he was in movies. He was in Frankenstein, Dracula. He was Van Helsing, actually, in Dracula. Oh. And um, he was in Dracula's Daughter, mm. which I didn't know Dracula was a vampire. How could he? Wait. He had a daughter. She was a very important daughter. No, but I'm like thinking here, was the daughter born before he was a, a vampire? Because that doesn't work. Vampires can't procreate. Can no, they? pretty sure she was made a vampire. Oh, Okay. That makes more sense. Ralph Norton was Bramwell Fletcher. Uh, he was in Svengali, Raffles, and Daughter of the Dragon. And the Nubian was Noble Johnson. Um, he was in Blackface. No, I'm just kidding. Whoa. He was. He was in this movie. I know he was. He was in King Kong. Oh, that's horrible. He was the native chief in King Kong. The most dangerous game. And um, the Midnight... Just, I don't know. Indian Chief, Chief Blackwit, Tall Ottawa. I mean, Native Guard. He was, there weren't a lot of great parts. No. For people of color back then. No. And you can really tell. Yes. In what he's done. Like, it's just horrible. Yes. Tecumseh. The man was African American. He wasn't even Native American. Chief Standing, what does it say? You're asking me? I'm reading it real fast. Chief Standing Bull. I mean, 
He wasn't even sitting bull. He was standing bull. Mm-hmm. Sorry, he that was, was all bad. these Native American parts. He wasn't Native American. No, he was not. He was yeah. black. He was, and they still use blackface on him for this movie. I know it's ridiculous and horrible, Just but saying. you know, it was 1932. <sighs> Do you want a five second summary? Because I'm feeling pretty fired up right now. Sure, why not? Let's have one of Carnage's famous five second summaries, and hopefully, we all won't all live to regret it. Mummy gets buried with curse. Dumbass blonde boy ignores curse. Things go awry. Things do go very awry. The one thing the thing said is do not open. People turn around. What does he do? He opens it. He should have died. I know. I can't believe he didn't die. I think he was made. They, in, in, in he, was made he was made insane. Yeah, but that's not good enough he for went, me. He went mad. But who hasn't? That's not. We all go a little mad sometime. I mean, technically, I am insane. So what? It's not a big deal. It's not a fit punishment is what I'm saying. Death would have been fit. Yes. Death to the blondes. Oh, wait. Not all blondes. Just that blonde. Just that blonde. I mean, this is a black and white movie. He could have just been light brown haired. We don't know. We don't really know. <laughs> I'm just making assumptions again because it's fun. Um, should we go into a real summary, I guess? Yeah, I guess we should talk about this movie. I mean, it's pretty short, so, you know, we won't have a ton to say about it, I'm sure. But we might as well talk about it. And I don't think this one's very well known, but I do say um, it's kind of a remake. I mean, it is a remake, just different names of people. I mean, it's still Imhotep, but um, it's the same storyline, too, of The Mummy from 1999. So you mean other way around the mummy from 1999 is a remake of this movie? Yes, that's what I meant. Did I not say it right? You, no, you you said that well, this this was a remake. They went back in time and remade that movie okay. in 1932. No. Um I think people are more familiar with that movie, so you're going to be very familiar with this storyline. Right. It's very fucking similar. Different names. And this storyline is basically Dracula but with a mummy because people were obsessed with Egypt at the time. Oh. Wait. Is it? Basically. I mean, he didn't bite anybody. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. It is. Okay, I can see that. But this was so one of the first on. monster movies that Universal put out. and this, So this was one that I picked because I wanted us to, to talk about, you know, know our roots talk about a movie that not many people have seen because I, th- I feel like everybody's seen Dracula and a lot of people have seen, like, The Wolfman. The Mummy, not so much. No, I don't think so. I think you're right about that. And you know what's kind of funny is that they, like you said, it's uh, their first monster movie, Universals. No, this is, wasn't their first. Oh, I thought you said it was their first monster movie. No, it was one of their first. Oh, uh, one of their first. It was, like, their fourth. They put a, uh, well, all I was going to say is they put a rookie director on it. Yeah, Which he was kind of the cinematographer for Dracula, actually. This director. Really? Yes. He was a dick. Oh. To the actress. Oh, really? Like, you have one female. Let's see who you're going to pick on for this movie. Oh, the one female. Oh, nice. Yeah, he even told her, kind of goaded her. Like, he, she was going to have to be topless in a movie to try to rile her up. But she's like, sure, I'm game as long as the... Uh, what are the ratings people call The censors? The censors are okay with it. Like, uh, he was purposely, like, a dick to her. 
Wow. And she tried to make her, like, the scapegoat and the bad guy. And she could tell from, like, day one. Like, she even had him and his, his wife over for dinner beforehand. That's when he said that about her having I mean, to be nude. I mean, he was just a piece of shit to her from day one. And therefore, he should die. Wait, he he's did dead. die. He did die. Everyone's dead. I think the the most recent death was, like, 1998 when I was still home. We were still high school. Wow. But think about it. These people were all in their 20s in 1932. None of them were to live very long. Yeah. Well, I mean, they lived long, full lives, but they weren't going to live very long into our lives. No, not at all. I think you should start a summary. Hmm. Now I'm bummed, though. Why? Now that I know it's just Dracula and Egyptian clothing. Yeah. Or fake Egyptian clothing. Didn't you get that from the movie? No, I never. I never thought. I've seen Mummy before. I've just never thought of it that way. You know, like I never put the pieces together. That. Oh yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, okay, so this is basically Dracula." I never thought about that. Well, it doesn't help that we're watching this shit back to back to back right now either. Like we just saw No Nosferatu. You know. I thought that would help. I would now that you mentioned it, it does. Yes, it does help. But I didn't think about it while we were watching the movie. I was trying to watch it as a movie. Oh, okay. What? Shut up. Don't judge me for trying to watch a movie and enjoy it. What? I watched the movie and enjoyed it. I just noticed it was the same as Dracula. I didn't know the word for hat earlier. No, I didn't <laughs> pick up that I'm the same as Dracula. Yeah, All that's I can do true. Is smell burnt toast right now, and I don't even have a sense of smell. <laughs> she didn't know the word for hat. It's been a rough day, folks. Even though it has it just verbally. Oh. So yeah, this movie starts in Egypt in 1921, supposedly. It does. It's an archaeological expedition led by Sir Joseph Wemple. 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 He was a young man at the time. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Because then, like, later, like, in 1932, he's an old man. It's only 10 years. Yeah, well, he was a younger man. Younger. Okay, there we go. He was never young. Well, okay, he, he was, was young. Of I 70. meant he was younger. <laughs> okay, fine. He finds the mummy of an ancient Egyptian high priest whose name was Emotep, played by Boris Karloff, as we said. With awesome makeup. With awesome makeup. We have to talk about the makeup. The makeup in this movie was really cool. Like, you don't see makeup today that's half as good as this sometimes. I mean, it was really good makeup. Um... Go ahead. Imhotep was sentenced to the nameless curse. The nameless death, rather. But yet they chiseled everything off but his name. They could have chiseled his name off of his tomb, and they didn't. Yeah. Technically, he shouldn't have a name. Why didn't they chisel off his name? It was a goof. Um, So, Dr. Mueller, who's there, too, notices that the organs and shit weren't removed. Oh, yeah. And that he was, there were signs of struggling. So that even though he was wrapped like a traditional mummy, he was obviously mummified alive. Which they still could have taken his organs. 
Alive? Then he wouldn't be alive when they mummified him. He would have died as soon as they took his organs out. No, he could have bled to death. I mean, he could have still been alive technically while they mummified him. No, but they've got to take the organs before they mummify him, don't they? Well, they just do that real fast, and then while he's bleeding out, they mummify him. I'm not sure how long you live without your most of your organs. You live for minutes. You, there's enough time. Without your stomach, heart, spleen, liver, kidneys, brain, lung. Do they take the brain too? Oh yeah, hooks through the nose. They drag the brain out. Really? Yes. Did you know that your brain just crumbles when you touch it? The reason it's hardened later is because they use chemicals to harden them. Did you know that your head is a vacuum and that's why it pops? Oh, no, I did not. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that the brain is really soft and crumbly because the head is a vacuum. That makes sense. Yeah. God, you learned so much on this podcast. Mm. Not about this movie today, but no. you learned so much other things. So anyway, he was buried alive. Um, they also discover that his casket has a curse on it. And Sir Joseph's assistant, Ralph Norton, is an idiot. He's the blonde we were talking about. <laughs> he insists on opening it. And they're like, you know, this is really about science, not about treasure, which is a laugh, which is hilarious. Because, come on, it was so fucking about treasure. Well, even Wemple wants to open it. It's Dr. Mueller that doesn't want to open it. Yeah. He's like, it's a curse. It's not a good idea to open it, you know. And Wemple's, but even Wemple's like, yeah, I want to open it as much as you do, but we're about science. It has to wait. And it's like, okay, whatever. No, because as soon as Dr. Mueller walks out the door, he's like, we'll open it later. Well, yeah, he says that when Dr. Mueller's gone, but yeah. when Dr. Mueller's there, he's like, science. Basically, he's a two-faced, two-faced motherfucker. Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> um, so Norton insists, so as soon as Mueller's gone, Norton opens it. <laughs> and he finds a scroll. The scroll of Thoth. Um... He reads the words on the scroll, which causes Emotep to rise. And that is the sight of Emotep walking away is what causes his mind to snap. And he goes bananas. Yeah, all that uh, Wembley comes back to is laughter. He's just laughing. He went for a walk. And everything you see in this movie is off screen. Yeah. All you see is like one strand of fabric walking out the door that's how you get that he's walked out like everything you see is completely off screen in this movie it's kind of funny well you do see emotep wake up yeah but when he moves it's but when he gone. moves it's already gone yeah i know it's true <laughs> it well everything was off screen because they didn't have the special effects to really do anything cool on screen i mean and plus the director he was a jerk but he was also a really good cinematographer and he was more of like imply don't show kind of idea he used he used what you did see didn't see as much as what you did see to kind of create tension i do appreciate that i mean as much as i joke that it was all off screen it's kind of better that way yeah because you don't need to see him like lumbering out the door Right. Probably ruin it seeing it. But like, oh my god, he looks so stupid lumbering out the door. Exactly. It's like when they show the fake plastic bats in horror movies from the 70s, and you're like, am I supposed to be scared? You know? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, for that, he really did. He he made the right calls. 
Um, so then we skip to 10 years later and Emotep is now walking around as a mysterious Egyptian historian who goes by the name Ardith Bay. Not sure where that came from. Probably the name of the guy whose body you stole. Probably. He, uh calls upon he goes to see sir joseph's son frank and professor pearson and shows them where to dig up a princess Anksun and moon who like they're like wow why won't why are you telling us this and he's just like well it's illegal for us to dig up our dad like no kidding but you know i just thought you should hey I got a question for you along that line. So it was illegal for the Egyptians to dig up the other Egyptians. Yeah. So the British did it. Right. Can we go to England and dig up some graves over there and be like, well, it's illegal for you guys to dig up your graves, but we can because we're foreigners, right? <laughs> for science. Back in the 30s, that might have worked. Now I think we'll just get arrested. Well, Actually, back in the 30s, they probably wouldn't have gotten the irony and they probably still would have arrested <laughs> us because okay. they're a big bunch of hypocrites. But it's for science, not treasure. I mean, after all, the, these are the same people who invented the paint, the paint color mummy brown, which was actual ground up mummies that they didn't stop making until like 1968 when they ran out of mummies. Ew. Fuckers. What do you have to do with all those mummies? Rebury them? Yes. People did that. People mm. reburied the tubes of paint. Wait, what? Yeah, they did. Because they bought the tubes of paint and they buried it. And they buried it because it was because it was insulting. It was people. So people actually reburied the tubes of paint. So soil and green, but you don't see people burying that. They buried it in their stomach. That was a movie. This is real life I'm talking about. I think that's real too though. I think there's something out there that's made of people. No, that's 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 uh Soylent, the um the people soy-based people uh drink that you can get dude you think they would have picked another name i mean did they not know soy and green existed i know they're trying to be cheeky but that's just disgusting i like it i know well there's other things wrong with that anyway i'm not gonna say what but excuse you i love my soylent anyway sorry continue on so anyway they so they dig up angstuna moon sorry yeah he so snowed them like he got them to do his work for him oh yeah he did princess bitches yeah he He did stupid english do it yeah Yeah. he did but i don't even know okay so why did he do that though because like he goes and he goes and he finds like her reincarnation and he's like well i don't want the the husk i want the actual girl i want the soul so the so the mummy is no good to me. So why the fuck did he, I think he dig her to up? Speak incantations near the mummy body. Did he need the body yeah, in order to get a hold of her? The guard finds him in the museum speaking incantations to find her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm like I I couldn't remember. I'm like why did he need her at all? Like, but yeah, you're right. He absolutely does get them to do his dirty work so that he doesn't have to dig her up. They dig her up. They're all excited because she was a princess. She was a priestess of Isis and her dad was the pharaoh because apparently all the priestess of Isis were the daughters of the pharaoh. 
I know nothing about Egyptian history. I know a tiny, tiny bit, and I don't know anything about the priestess of Isis. Um, so the archaeologists give it, give their treasures to the Cairo Museum. Bullshit. They would have taken it to the British Museum. Yeah. No, they even complain about, like, it doesn't make sense. It's not fair that they get to keep the bodies. I know. Science, though, not the money. We're in it for, we're not in it for the medals, he says earlier, too. Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. You're a fucking sir. Yes, you sir. How the fuck do you think you got knighted, dickweed? Because <laughs> of what you brought back for England. We're not stupid. I know. I'm mad about this movie. I know. I like British, too. And it makes me mad. So, there's a, there's a gala being held. I don't remember where or why. But we meet um, Helen Groves, Gro- Grovesner. Grovesner, yes. Okay, it's spelled differently than that, it's but a whatever. Thing. I mean, they fucking pronounce everything weird. <laughs> but sure. I like the British. I no, I do too. But have you ever heard like Gordon Ramsay pronounce stuff? Aluminum. Aluminium. No. <laughs> it's aluminum. It's aluminum. You inserted an extra syllable. Okay. It's Grovesner. We're going to get some angry Brits. Oh, no Brits listen to us, please. We're not that lucky. They do, too. We have British well, listeners. I love you all, then, because Brits are my favorites. <laughs> they are her favorites, for they real. Favorites. And I love them, too. I love all of our listeners, and I, I love that we have listeners all over the world. I do love that, too. But, you know, if I'm going to pick one, it's going to be the Brits. <laughs> I know we lost, you know, you lost the war, but we like you better now. Oh, um, she is supposed to be a quarter, a quarter Egyptian because she looks it. Her neck up, right? From the neck up. That's right. <laughs> um, which a couple of people remark on her being a, like, they, they're like, you're part Egyptian, right? Like she looks nothing. She looks fucking absolutely ever. nothing. Like, uh, but anyway, they all seem to think that they all they all recognize that she's a quarter Egyptian. They say it's her head. I'm pretty sure even one of them says it's the head. Your face looks Egyptian. Yeah, something like, the like shape that. Of her face. Dude has a heart shaped face. Yeah. What do only Egyptians have heart shaped face? I I don't know. She looks pretty British to me, but what do I know? This she like all of a sudden she's dancing with somebody and then all of a sudden she just goes slack jawed. She's and the doctor. Is she with the doctor? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, doesn't matter who she's with. <gasps> yes, it does. It to him. does not matter to him. She <laughs> she all of a sudden leaves and tries to go to the museum, but it's closed, so she can't, and she faints, and they take her back to the doctor's house, and that's where she meets what's his face. Wait, you're skipping a very important part here, where she doesn't speak the whole time she holds out her hand and the cloak boy just knows where her cloak is she gets in a cab gets out of the cab doesn't pay for the cab it's free cab night in egypt for all english women apparently apparently and then she tries to pound lightly on the door let me in yeah okay then you make a big burrito stuff okay those are important plot points okay so she's back at the um doctor's house or is she at the sir's house yeah She's at Sir John's house. Sir John. Sir John. And that's where she meets What's-His-Face. Frank. Frank. Who she immediately falls in love with. 
Oh. No. He goes, as soon as I unwrapped the princess, I fell in love with her. Okay, ew, necrophilia. You'll think me silly, and it's like, no, I think you're a freak. Criminal. And then, then she's with her for like five minutes, and now I'm in love with you. Dude, keep it in your pants. And he also does the, like, you look like, you look Egyptian, you look like the princess. That's what he tells her. Um, and then... It's on like uncomfortably close to her too. And then Emotep shows up after they kiss. Yes. They kiss like right away. Yes. After after meeting each other for five minutes. And then Emotep shows up and he's immediately taken with her. Bitch does not look that great. I mean, I'm just saying she's beautiful, but come on. I know. What is with this girl? She got beer flavored nipples. <laughs> it's the Bambi eyes, man. I'm telling you. It's all the Bambi eyes. So he gets excited to see her and he's trying to talk to the others, but all he can do is stare at her. I flavored nipples. Yeah, those two. And then I don't know what happens until he talks to her again. What do you mean I don't know what happens? I don't know what happens until he talks to her again. When like, she's at the house, you mean? When she goes to him? Yeah, does is that what happens next? No, he um Sir tries to burn the scroll. He thinks it's bringing them bad luck. He thinks he needs to burn the curse. If he burns the scroll, he burns the curse. And Imhotep it manages to seduce almost the Nubian. Is that what I'm saying? Is he a Nubian? Yeah, the Nubian. Not seduce, but like um, memorize. Mesmerize. Mesmerize, yeah. You. Words are hard. Um, when he even first meets him that night. He memorizes so he him. him. He's able to psychically kill the sir by like crushing his heart yes just that's like he's done it to the guard see, at the museum i knew i was missing things well he did it to the guard first they're like oh he died of shock he was trying to trying to stop a thief well no it was imitap doing his little recitation recitation yeah at uh princess what's her faces what's her knock's face he gets um, he gets interrupted like when he's trying to read the scroll and bring her back or bring kills, her to him kills the guard off off screen then sir tries to burn the scroll he kills him through his magical jacuzzi by crushing his heart then he's got the nubian who has mesmerized into switching out the scroll for a bunch of dusty old papers on the guy's desk and laying him on fire and bringing the scroll to him. And then he gets Helen to come to his place. I don't know how he gets her to come to his place, but he does. Next next thing you know, she just wants to be there. She she says she says later that she just had to get out of there and she takes her dog with her, which her is a dog. mistake. But she ends up at Emotep's house. Looking into the jacuzzi of mysticism. Yes, where he says, you're not going to remember anything I sh say to you, but I'm going to tell you your backstory, basically. Show you death, crime, and love. Yes. That's what he tells her. So he tells her that he suffered this horrific death as a punishment for sacrilege because he was in love with her and she died and he tried to bring her back with the scroll and they didn't like that. So as a punishment, they buried him. Well, they mummified him alive, which was 
you could see, like, Lon Chaney was a good actor. You could see the terror in his eyes when they were doing that to him. That's what I meant. Boris Karloff. Yes, not Lon Chaney. <laughs> well, I can't, he's a good actor, too. Huh? Yeah. I can't words either. <laughs> but I have, a, I have a history of doing that on this show, of substituting one actor for another. So, you know, just par for the course with me. Um, yeah, Lon Chaney was a good actor. Um, anyway, so he says, you know, like, you are an Anxunamun. And, or Anxunamun, as he calls her. I keep call, wanting to call her Anxunamun the way they pronounce it in the 1999 mummy. Um, and uh, then he wakes her back up. And the next thing she knows, she hears her dog screaming after the the white cat that was sitting by him leaves the room. So she rushes off to find out what happened to her dog. Her dog is dead. She goes home. She she gets... What? Church award, by the way. Church award. Dog dies off screen. You don't see it. Um, The cat's okay, though. Well, that's good. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, because the cat is supposed to represent Bast, who is, of course, in this tale, evil, even though best was not evil um i do know that much i do know a tiny bit of mythology um anyway she gets back home she gets questioned as to why she left in the first place she was like it was stuffy i wanted to get out of here besides i took the dog he's like where is the dog she's like oh well the dog is dead he's like what do you mean the dog is dead and she's like well there was this white cat and he's like, oh, Bast, the evil omen bringer or something like that. And Bast killed the dog. And I was like, okay, dude, like you would know, please, whatever. Um, so then she basically goes to bed and like she can, she continually gets like weaker and weaker and she can't get any better and everybody's worried about about her like staying there sorry they want like the doctor wants to move her to the hospital the sir wants her to stay there because she's really weak as she is oh not the sir the sir's son yeah frank frank wants her to stay there she makes that recovery though where she wants to be dressed up in her French lingerie and painted her paint her cheeks so she could be and have her sir brought to her aka is he talking I thought she was talking about Imhotep apparently she was talking about Frank at that point yeah she was talking about Frank yeah I'm not really sure with her who she's talking about her French lingerie which looks like an overcoat god it's so funny the French are embarrassed by the way and they disavow this movie yeah <laughs> So she says, oh, you'll think me silly, but I just wanted to dress up for you. I know it might be the last time or whatever. And he's like, oh, don't say that. You'll be fine. You're going to get better. You're going to be well. We're going to live happily ever after. It'll be everything will be great. Fine well, and dandy. Like well, sour candy. my eyes as hard as I can right now. Yeah, because he's an idiot and a fool. The doctor's awesome, though. He decides to use her as bait. Yes. He's like, she'll get she'll get stronger again when Emotep wants her to come to him and then we're gonna let her go. And he's like, Why would we do that, bait? <laughs> this guy is not smart. No. This guy's not smart. 
No. But yeah, then Imhotep calls for her, and he goes, Frank goes to protect her, and Imhotep just knocks his ass out. Yeah. Should have killed him, by the way, just saying. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't. He didn't. I don't know why he didn't just crush his heart like he crushed the sir, his I, dad's heart. I know he grabbed the um, figurine of Isis, and maybe that protected him. Maybe. But that's about the only difference is because he actually had the figurine on him where his dad didn't. Yeah. And he grabbed it just before he passed out, so maybe that's what stopped maybe him. Maybe that's what, yeah, saved him. But anyway, she wakes up and just steps over him and leaves which like we really wanted to see her stepping over him because it would have been funny but once again the director doesn't show you that probably because it would have been funny <laughs> but it probably you know taken you out of the mood a little bit but fuck it um so she goes to uh emotep like before the doctor realizes oh shit I know what Emotep's plan is. Yeah, Emotep's plan is that he's going to kill her to make her immortal, like him, and then they can live together forever, happily ever after. Not to make her immortal, but to make his princess immortal. Right. Like he did, he must have killed the guy to make himself immortal. Like he's going to put Unaxuna Moon's soul in her body and then make her immortal. I mean, is he, she can have that fucked up face like he has, though. Yikes! Know. Looks like mud. I have a feeling. Out mud. I have a feeling he would not want her if she looked like dried out mud Seriously. face. No one wants that. But then again, he was a mummy for a really long time, and she wouldn't be. She'd only be dead for a few minutes, so probably sure. not. She really doesn't want this uh, at all. Until he shows her the ring, and then she's like, you have won, do what you want with me. So he's going to kill her, but then she pleads to Isis uh, for help. And as the others, like, run in, then she's pleading to Isis for help. Isis burns the scroll. Emotep dies. What else? Let me see. That's pretty much it. But we had to talk about her outfit. And then, oh, and then Frank calls... Helen back to the world of the living by calling to her and she comes back to herself so they can live happily ever after. I was kind of rooting for Helen and Emotep to end up together, honestly. I was rooting for them all to die, personally, but that's just me. I mean, not that I really wanted Emotep. I thought Emotep's plan was was, um, not a good one, but I thought she had a better chance with him than she did with frank like i I couldn't stand frank yeah frank's like cornflakes that have sat in milk too long yeah that's frank all right (laughs) that's perfectly describes frank yes um well we got to talk about her outfit so emotep puts her in this egyptian and i'm using huge air quotes huge air quotes it looks like jasmine's the 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 pantaloons it, it, from Jasmine. Okay, it looks like it looks like Jasmine's outfit, but if it was done in like Las Vegas for like yes. a Las Vegas show. Yes, it's so horrible. Jasmine from Aladdin, obviously. It's like two strips of fabric. It's like blinged suspenders, out, blinged out suspenders crossing her boobs. Yep. It looks like something a Kardashian would wear to a Met Gala. Yeah. There you go. Like, really racist, really inappropriate, and just not accurate at all. Mm-hmm. 
It's really terrible. It's so adorable. I mean, it's gorgeous for a Halloween costume, but it does not make any sense here. No. It is not Egyptian. No. Not at all. It's not anything. It's like they did no research whatsoever. They're like, oh, this looks sexy. Let's put her in this. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, that was my gripe for that. I have a couple gripes, but that, that's then after season, you know, pretty funny as fuck. So, um, do you have any trivia other than the shit I gave about, um, oh, I do have one thing to say before I even do trivia. When casting the 1999 mummy, mm-hmm. if you look at Helen or whatever her real name is and Rachel Vice, mm-hmm. they look pretty similar in features. Yeah, they do. It's kind of surprising. So, good casting on their part. Yeah. If they were trying to go for this. Yeah. Although, Brandon, Brandon Fraser looks nothing like Frank. No. Plus, this is a good thing, though. He kicks ass. Yeah. Brandon Fraser is freaking awesome. So. But that's all I have to say about that. Okay, do you have any trivia? Sorry. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, So... They were inspired by the opening of King Tut's Tomb in 1922. And the producer commissioned the story editor to find a novel to form a basis for an Egyptian-themed horror film, just as the novels Dracula and Frankenstein inspired Dracula and Frankenstein. But the story editor didn't find one, although apparently there's this plot bears a strong resemblance to a short story by Arthur Conan Doyle entitled The Ring of Thoth. And as I said, it's basically Dracula, but Egyptian. Mm-hmm. But they did end up finding out about this guy called Alessandro Caligro- Caliostro. And they wrote a nine-page treatment entitled Caligro Cagliostro, which was a story set in San Francisco about a 3,000-year-old magician who survives by injecting nitrates. Mm. Interesting. Very. And they actually based the script off of that. Oh, uh, the director, Carl Freund, um, who I said was the cinematographer on Dracula, he had also been the cinematographer on Fritz Lang's Metropolis, which is another um, early classic uh, one of the earliest science fiction movies, like the earliest science fiction movie ever made. Okay. Um, that is kind of famous for the fact that part of it is lost forever. Mm. Um, but it's a good movie. I've seen it while well, I've seen what hasn't been lost of it. Um, Joe and I watched it. Okay. I see how it is. Yeah. This Watch was when down. you weren't living around here. Oh, okay. I forgive you then. Yeah. For now. Um, apparently Zeta Johan believed in reincarnation. Who do you think she is now? <laughs> Me. She died in 19, she died in 1998. Oh, I was already alive. Wouldn't that be horrible if she was like Miley Cyrus or something? Oh, that would be horrible, yeah. <laughs> Not that we don't love Miley Cyrus, but we don't. Actually... I don't mind her now. I didn't like her then very much, but I really like the artist she's becoming, if that makes sense. I'm not a fan of her work, but I think she's she's growing up. Yeah. So they had to uh, transform Karloff at 11 a.m. every day, applying cotton, collodion, and spirit gum to his face, clay to his hair, and wrapping him in linen bandages treated with acid and burnt in an oven. Jesus. 
They would finish the job at 7 p.m. and Karloff would finish his scenes at 2 a.m. And then they spent another two hours removing the makeup. He said uh, the gum, removing the gum from his face was very painful and overall the day was the most trying ordeal he had ever endured. And of course the piece of classical music heard during the opening credits is from Swan Lake. I think we all know that. I love older movies like that because they relied a lot on classical music. Yeah, they did. They didn't have a whole lot of soundtracking. Hey, pop question for you. Yeah? Who do you think she is now? Do you think she's A, uh, Megan Trainor, B, Ariana Grande, C, Pete Davidson, or D, one of the members of One Direction? Why is she a musician? I'm just saying, these are famous celebrities that were born in 1993. Most of them are musicians, actually. Oh, okay. I see. Hey, um, Pete Davidson is not a musician. He is a wonderful comedian. It could be him. I'm He's gonna, got kind of Bambi eyes. Does he? I'm going to no, go no, with him, kidding. then. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, well, then, in that case, I'm going to say Megan Trainer. Megan Trainer. Yeah, I think okay. she's Megan Trainer. All right, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So, Megan Trainer, now you know. Yeah, now you know, Megan Trainer. <laughs> Your reincarnation of, uh, what was her name? Zita Johan? Yes. Who, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who the hell is Megan Trainer? She's a fucking musician. <gasps> All about that bass. About that I know bass. who oh. Megan Trainer is. I was just kidding. <laughs> you made me sing. I made you, you sing. You made me sing. Ha <laughs> ha. Hey, you want to know something funny? Um, I would love to know something funny. Not really, though, right? Not really, though. Okay, so um, what's the chick's name? The princess's name? Ak- I can't pronounce it. You got to pronounce it for me. Unaxuna Moon. Yeah, she was actually married to Tutankhamun, who was her half brother. Yes, I know. She was not anywhere near Imhotep. No, she or was really, not. You know, romantically involved with Imhotep. No, she wasn't. So, well, in the 1999 Mummy, she was married to the Pharaoh, but she was um, like secretly like having an affair with Imhotep. Which would be funny because that was his grandfather. That would Ew. be gross. Yeah. Just saying. History. Knowledge drop. Books. Check them out. Books. Books. Check them out. Any more trivia you got? Are you ready to book? Um, yeah, a little bit more. Oh, okay, sorry. The, the mummy has been decried for othering Eastern culture, especially as portraying it as being more primitive and superstitious than Western culture. Um, in one scene, even Helen Grovesner longs for the real quote unquote classical Egypt, disparaging that she is in contemporary Islamic Egypt. Yikes. What the fuck? Yeah. That's problematic. Yeah, just a little bit. Which is obviously a slight against Islamic culture at the time. Um, yeah, there was it was a little problematic, but I think it had some good things. So yeah, I try to think about it that it's in the time it's in. Yeah, things were more acceptable. Blackface on a black man was acceptable apparently back then. Yeah, <laughs> God. So yeah, this movie definitely had some problems. It does not hold up today. Do you want to rate? Yeah, I've got no fan fiction, so let's rate. Okay, um, I'll go first since it's my pick. I would say, uh, despite its problems. I still enjoyed it. I think it's a classic. I think it's one of those movies that it's worth seeing just for seeing like the roots of horror. Um, It's like an educational film almost. 
just don't take anything that the film says as being factual or true. Um, <laughs> and for that, I'll give it a six. It is Hollywood. I mean, you can't take anything Hollywood says for factual or true. Right. You know, um, I'm very close. I'm not quite as generous as you are for a change. And I'm going to go to 6.82. That's higher than me. I'm 5.82. Sorry. Oh, my God. I had the number in my mind, and it came out differently. Just like words today. So, 5.82. All right. Um, it was So, uh, as far as fan fiction goes, I was thinking, you know, Emotep, he could be dead, but maybe the princess wants to open a hot fish shop. No. <laughs> no, I am decrying all fan fiction to this movie. Okay. And I'm going to stop... Um, implying that everybody's going to open a hot fish shop. I'm pretty soon going to open a hot fish shop if you don't stop. I mean, mm-hmm. I did have hot fish today for lunch. I might want to open a hot fish shop, so I'm just saying. Okay. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. That, by the way, is an MST3K reference. I didn't even come up with it myself. I know you didn't. But it's okay. We forgive you. Thanks. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Um, we are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidly Beautiful is your place for all things horror. Check out the other podcasts on their network. They are just as good, if not better, than us. Um, so Rude. <laughs> if not better than us. Fuck you. Nobody's better than us. They're the same. And you We're don't need evil. any other podcasts besides us, right? Right? Okay. Anyway... <laughs> We are uh, on social media at they postly at podcast at night. We are on Facebook. We have a Facebook group that our social media maverick maverick moderates. We are on Instagram and Twitter. Um, oh, and we are also on what is that fucking called Slasher? We're on Slasher too. Yes, we are. Um, we kill people, right? No, No. it's just a social media site for horror lovers. So join us if you're over there. Um, (laughs) We could really appreciate some support in the form of a review. It gets more eyes on the podcast, which is always a good thing. Or just, you know, like spread the word by word of mouth. Tell people, you know, that like podcasts about our podcast. You know, we really, really appreciate that, everyone. Um... Or if you're interested, we also have merch that'll be linked in the show notes. So I will just say that's it from me, Chaos. And thank you all from for listening and stay bloodthirsty, friends. Good night from Carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cute little kitty cats. A meow. I say meow. The hell was that voice? I like it. It's my highfalutin voice. Oh, okay. Your highfalutin voice. I'm going to have a cup of tea with my pinky sticking out voice. Oh, nice. Meow. Le meow. Le meow. Hey, the French already hate us enough. Okay, let's not push it. I don't know if we have any French listeners. We do. There's like half percent are French. Oh, there you go. They hate us now, though. Now it's down to zero. (laughs) 